0: Good morning drizzle, low clouds, drops dripping, good morning greenery, good morning fallen leaves. Good morning, cold feet, Puma Puma. Are you here? Yuma, 5 past 9, Saturday morning. I made a mistake the last time I said Saturday on anchor. It would have been more accurate to have said Friday. Pour the old water, the much too well-boiled water, out of the kettle. Don't fill the kettle. Apply hydroelectric power. And walk around the bar in the kitchen in an anti-clockwise direction. Oh, right. Try running. Well, not running. Try hobbling. Is that my exercise for the day? Good morning ER. Good morning ER. How are you doing with your friends including Nelly the elephant? Oh, shoes. Bernie Goldbach. Shoes. Yes, what can I say? Bernie, I'm wearing no shoes. No shoes today, my love has gone away Beside the door When my love reigns supreme And when it comes into your a dream beside the moon. Oh, no, no, no. oh, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a beautiful day I've got a wonderful feeling Everything's going away I've just come back in from the outside and I want to tell you about my father's last the reason I want to tell you about my father's last is that there are people especially interested in shoes and the stories that are to be found inside shoes and around shoes and maybe even underneath shoes. An awful lot of people are interested in what's underneath shoes, but a very small number of people are willing to reveal what it's like to be inside their shoes. And my father had a last inside his shoes. In fact, my father wouldn't have been able to have a pair of shoes without his last. You see, shoe people... My father was an old man, meaning he was very mature. And to me, he'd been around for a very long time, and he'd had a very long life before I was even aware he existed. And the point about him having a last is that I've never met anybody else in my life who has had a last ever since my father. Now, okay, enough joking, enough uh, trickery. I'm going to assume that none of you know what I'm talking about. That none of you have ever seen a last in your life. And and an LAST is a thing that you have made specially by, I'm going to call it a shoesmith. In other words, a shoemaker. It's made of wood. And it is a replica, if you like, of the shape of your foot. And it's like a wooden cast, so that a shoemaker can make you an exact same size shoe the next time they make you a pair of shoes. So just imagine you're a shoemaker and somebody comes in and says, I want you to make me a pair of shoes. And you get your tape measure out, and you measure, and you measure, and you do all those kind of things. And that's all you do. You don't do anything else. So you make the shoes. How are you going to make sure they're going to fit? Well, you obviously do your best, but before you tighten the shoe up into its final position and do the final stitching, you have the person come back, and you try they try on the shoe, and you you know, tweak it here and tweak it there. By the way, if there are any uh, shoemakers listening to this, I am not pretending to be knowledgeable about shoemaking. But I have a little knowledge about lasts. So, a year later, after your customer goes off with their pair of shoes, they come back into you and says, I want to make another pair of shoes, please. Or... To make it even more realistic, they phone you up. And you're in Limerick, and they're in London, and you say, I'd like another pair of shoes, please. What are you going to do as a shoemaker? They're miles and miles away. Are you going to say to them, fine, no problem at all, get on a plane, fly over here to London, to Carnaby Street or to Harley Street or whatever street you want to mention, Oxford Street... Piccadilly, even Romford, Lewisham or wherever it is that Dolores lives, maybe somewhere near Brixton. But anyway, anyway, joking apart, the key thing about this is, what are you going to do? Well, it's a nightmare. Maybe you have to get on the plane and fly over. Wouldn't it be an awful lot easier if you could go into the back room and you're shoemaking place and you could open a little box and inside was a piece of wood perfect replica of the shoe size you made last time and say of course Paul I'll send it over to you in a shoe box, fully made by the way have you grown any bunions or corns in the last year is your foot the same size as it was And Paul says, yeah, 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 no problem. And you go and make the shoe, post it over. Paul puts on the shoe and it fits like a glove, just like Cinderella's shoes. Good morning, Belinda. How are you doing today in West London? Are you having a sleep in or are you up and at it already? Have you ever heard of this idea? on being discussed in Anchor? Or have you ever had the idea yourself? You know when you send a call-in to somebody and you would quite like it to be shared? Not just because it's a bit of an ego trip, but because you've said something in the call-in that you'd like to be able to listen to again, maybe make a copy of, So, here's the idea that I thought of that you should be able to make a call in to an individual, but at the same time share it publicly. Share it in the public domain. So, let's say I send you a call in because you've mentioned the letter. No, you've mentioned, yes, you've mentioned drinking gin on your station as we call it for this. So you've chatted about drinking gin, and you've mentioned your latest gin. And I listen to it, and I say, oh, great, I want to say something to Belinda about it. So I start off saying something to you about it, like, you know, oh, I also love that gin. And the mind wanders on to something that is of more general interest than the gin you've drunk and the gin I've drunk it might even go on to say by the way have you tried that gin made with apples that's in the most extraordinary bottle yeah look it up on on the internet and uh, see if what you get if you google gin made with apples because I can't remember what the name of the gin is. But suppose you go on and you say something like that which is of more general interest to gin lovers on Anchor than the question of whether you and I have you know, drunk enough Tanqueray or whether the very latest new gin from Tanqueray is actually uh, to our taste. But that, that ability I speak more widely now to everybody, not just to Belinda. Because actually, a secret, I actually chose to speak to Belinda, who I'm very fond of, in, as an individual. Because I thought it would actually get a little more interest from people if they could listen in on the conversation between me and Belinda, even though in the very first place I wanted to talk to everybody. Oh dear, the hieroglyphics of the mind. And the... (laughs) Never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay, back to the key point. The key point is that at present, what we can do is send a private call in which somebody may or may not choose to share. And we may even ask somebody, please share this. No one's ever said that to me, so I doubt anyone ever does it, but maybe they do. But the key thing is that I've just uh, realised that there are a number of call-ins that I've made to people and I haven't a clue what I said. I don't know what I said to them because they haven't published them. And I don't expect my call-ins to be published. Bonus if they are, perhaps. But I've often had the feeling of, I'm saying some of my most dearly felt thoughts. And even some of my most surprising thoughts. Because what comes out of my mouth, a lot of the time I've never thought before, ever. So they're like, sometimes I give birth to thoughts that I've never had before. So what do you think? Could there be a way of being private and public at the same time? It's time to listen to some new people who I've never heard of before. If I don't do this periodically, I'm gonna get stuck in a clique and I'm never gonna broaden my social circle. The influence of TV channeling has spread. To places you would never have suspected. The influence of Tashi and Kevin is mind-boggling. In fact, neither Kevin, nor Malone, nor Tashi are in the anchor top 20. And they never will be. They're too much of a... Niche specialist appealing to a very, very special few people rather than the masses. I did not say the unwashed masses. But the key thing about this is that I have discovered a clone. Well, the closest thing to a clone, an effort by a media... Um, place to learn from TV channeling and particular to learn from nonflix movies from well in my mind to, to learn from the whole ecosystem that our Kevin and Tashi are New people have been pulled into their orbit. Listen to this and tell me is this not the closest thing to a copy of what Kevin and Tashi do?